0: I'm Riker, and this is Pilot. Gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get home before the morning comes. What if I'm late, got a big date, gotta get home before the sun comes up?
1: Well, excellent. So, you sang a lovely intro to a song that has been set as my ringtone to wake up for a while.
0: (laughs) Oh, that seems painful.
1: (laughs) You know, I actually did it when I was kind of a little bit depressed with the job I was going to. It felt like I was kind of doing the same shit over and over, and I wasn't looking forward to it. Um, So, it really was symbolic for me of like, all right, this shit again. Yeah gotta get up (laughs) it's still that or it's Uh, it's still that because now i just enjoy it and like when you when you ruin a song by making it an alarm song you just make it that song yeah you can't if you make a song your alarm song you never love it in the same way again because it's the offensive thing that wakes you up in the morning so yeah this is you know i I appreciate it it amuses me
0: yeah i love sinatra Mm -hmm. that's life yeah. And I had that as my alarm for a little while. And I got to a point where I where I would think, "If I got to hear this fucking song one more time. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm spoiling it. I got to change this. Right? Yeah.
1: It's hard, though, because you don't want to wake up to an, an abrasive sound. You want something familiar, but you also just don't want to hate something.
0: I remember in like the early 2000s when there was really bad local commercials on? Oh, uh, man. There was a commercial that started out with an alarm sound. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. And I remember my dad and I watching TV together. Uh, and it was just sort of this—the tension just sort of skyrocketed in the room. It's like, yeah. Ooh, what is that feeling that I'm having? And and he said, "Isn't that just an icky sound?" He said, "Isn't that just that icky alarm sound?" And I thought, mm-hmm, we gotta make it stop. So I don't yeah. know if it's because the sound is offensive or because you learn to hate it. Because mm-hmm. like I don't know if a song you could grow to hate as much as the alarm sound.
1: That's true. That's true. But I do still grow to hate it. Like. Now when I hear this song, I occasionally like kinda I kinda have this thought, like this growing anxiety now that like I've gotta get I gotta go to work. That's what I do. I mean. gotta go to work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Doesn't it Yeah. Does it have the same effect that the alarm sound has? Like is not it? The alarm sound is or it's not nearly as bad. It's okay. still
1: not nearly as bad because when you like the other one, it scares you awake. And yeah. so you're kinda just you wake up pissy. <laughs> you're just like, I've been scared awake. I'm not happy to be here.
0: Right. So this is just repetitive. Yeah. It Except amuses re-pe- me. Repetitious boof
1: this song feels like a joke to myself. So I kind <laughs> of... Sw- get up. Yeah, I smile every morning when I hear it. I'm like, ha, silly me. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> silly shit. <laughs>
0: uh, I had it set to... I had a couple Good Morning songs waking yeah. me up. It was um, Judy Garland singing, Life is just a bowl of cherries. Don't take it serious. Life's too mysterious. Uh, and that one I would wake up like, I think it's hilarious. So I would wake up <laughs> grinning about it. Yeah. <laughs> and there was the other one. Uh, this is my lucky day. Uh, <laughs> there was a couple times I woke up, I was like, hell yeah. And my fist shot up in the air and it was going to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> so those are a good experience for a little while. Yeah. So yeah, the ironic wake up songs are.
1: They're good. Those can amuse. It, right. Yeah. Taylor mm-hmm. just has the the horrible beeping that like Ooh. gets more frequent and louder. It makes me shake him a, like, get up, get up, get up, turn that get off, turn that off, stop that, stop that. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read our episode description? Since, as we have observed as of this week, it seems they are phasing out season or series, series. descriptions.
0: Yeah. Seems so. They, they're getting harder and harder to find. Or maybe we're not finding them at all. Or maybe they're just really hard to find.
1: I would believe either of those things <laughs> and be annoyed with both.
0: Both yes, totally.
1: Either answer is very irritating. <laughs> <No kidding. laughs> Tell me what this is about.
0: Uh, and my I will say what I told you earlier mm-hmm. that um, my opinion is that they're trying to make it instant. So they're cutting out every little bit of fat that they can so that it's just get you to the show faster. Yeah. Which is with Netflix thing where it just autoplays just from wherever, wherever you're at now. You just can't get out of Netflix.
1: Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much.
0: Pretty sure that's strategy. Um,
1: yeah, but it just serves to piss me off. I'm never like, yeah, okay, do that yeah. without my consent. <laughs> totally.
0: So true. It's really annoying.
1: Like I actually get really annoyed when I meant to stop an episode and you're like five, six minutes into the new one before you're like, Motherfucker, did we start a new episode? Mm. Seriously, that was seamless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so true. <laughs> Picked up right where it left off. They skipped over all the. It didn't closing. go boom boom
1: anymore, even. <laughs> they got rid of the sound. You don't know. Oh, really? I think so. I don't notice it. Did mm. you notice it before it did the thing, or was it just the visual? So no, I think. They, looking.
0: No, they it's gone because they cut out. Oh.
1: The visual now is like the, the weird rainbowy thing and the Netflix end collapsing in and.
0: You might be right. Yeah. See, yeah, this is There's how they no get us. There's no signal. This is how they get us. From Ulan. From Ulan.
1: We make this joke because for a while, From Ulan, with their vanity card at the end of you know whatever episode they're in, uh, you know that they produce um, like, from Ulan, and then they stop doing it like third season in, and it's, you still say it because it makes a sound. And you go, Fremulon. but no, no dude is saying it with you. It is the weirdest it's, thing.
0: It's like an album that you grew up listening to that you listen to a million times that you know what every next song is about mm-hmm. to be by the end of the song that you're currently on.
1: Absolutely. You just
0: know where it's supposed to say it. And then the rhythm's gone. Cause every, it, cause every time you feel it in yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Fremulon and it's like th- robbed me by taking away my Fremulon, man. No, It's really weird.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah it's, I, I wonder if it's a mental test.
1: Yeah, I do kind of... I wonder if it's intentional.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it is. Social experiment.
1: I don't like it. (laughs) Quit playing with my brain.
0: The algorithms! The algorithms! (laughs) Season one, episode one. Nothing in this world is easy. On the night of her 36th birthday, Nadia meets an untimely end, then suddenly finds herself back at the party her friends threw for her.
1: Yeah, I didn't like it. (laughs) <laughs> I liked the the episode, but I uh, mm, that description it was blah. It, it gave you nothing as far as like what kind of a theme we've got going here. Um, is this supposed to be comical? You know, did she wind up there because she blacked out? And you know, like it just gives no context. She Why just do I want to watch up. it? Yeah, well, and she just winds up back at her friend's house yeah. where the party was. At. It just doesn't. It doesn't even tell the story that of what's happening, even at a very basic level. Mm.
0: Yeah, it gives me no... It's like they're not even asking me to watch it.
1: Yeah. It's like they're
0: telling me, yeah, here's the description. You've got all you need to know. Yeah. Just nothing to see here.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> it was careless.
0: Yeah. It's like, what are you are you uh, contracting out the HBO guy now?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who writes the descriptions over at HBO Max? All right. They want their guy back.
1: So no points today. <laughs> no points awarded.
0: Um, That works for me. Yeah. Uh Yeah.
1: Do you have something more on that or no? No. Okay. <laughs> genre. Felt like this one was, we want to get through the genre pretty quickly because it was clear but muddy, would you say?
0: It's Groundhog's Day. Uh-huh. And it's really fun and cool that Groundhog's Day is such a classic example of uh, storytelling. That it's its, that it's own genre. Own genre. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's really cool. Uh, testament to them where you even see the repeating song to cue us in. Like mm-hmm. you see the storytelling devices. You see yeah. the storytelling devices that these things just kind of share that's in that Groundhog Day model. But that just tells you one thing about it. Um, that doesn't tell you anything about tone or, or what the you're know what you gonna watch, what the characters are experiencing. So mm-hmm. I, I guess I add to that, it's a, it's a very New York City crowd.
1: Okay, um, like I it's like a, that.
0: It's a very New York City show. And so that gives you something about the tone. I can't tell yet if this is funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's very sardonic. Yeah. I don't know if she's funny. <laughs> uh, Cause she's sad and, and, yeah. and bitter. Uh, and she's, you know, weathered her time by anyway. So I'm getting out, outside of genre now, but like, I can't, the tone is a little bit, it's very artistic. No, I think
1: you're right. Yes. Very artistic. Um, yeah. So I do think that, I mean, it, the word dark comedy I would say I don't like the word comedy so it has dark humor to it um, but I think it's more it seems to be a statement on mortality or maybe how you live your life because um, you know obvi- let's, let's knock out the obvious she keeps dying <laughs>
0: <laughs> she keeps saying I'm about to die
1: <laughs> she keeps dying and then she comes back um, so this happens twice in this episode um, and then so so there's that and then, as of this day, she is 36, which is, we will later learn that it is older than her mom ever was. So, her mom died pretty young, um, and I guess it was kind of a, maybe even an inside joke with the family that they don't kind of make it that long. So, whether that's a mental health thing or an actual health thing, we don't know.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it uh, you're right. So, the theme of this whole thing revolves clearly, I think, around mm-hmm. uh, the mom. Because it's such a, it's sort of a bombshell admission yeah. from Ruth that we'll get to. Yeah. Um, that this was going to be a hard birthday for you mm-hmm. because uh, of reasons. And then mm-hmm. make it clear that it was outliving the mom's lifespan at this point. Absolutely. Um, so it it seems to be the kind of anchor point that her, because it seems like it's going to be a character study to me. It's a very central. Yes. Very central voice. Um. Uh, that it's in singular uh, perspective that it's told from. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at a character study, I feel like, about this woman with baggage. Yes. who is sort of rolled through it mm-hmm. um, with a sense of humor. Just kind of got that dark, bitter sense of humor that somebody who's grieved might have that keeps rolling with it. Yeah. So I feel like the center of our story is her... Um, we're going to get more about that mom relationship. You know, what what is the exact point of grief
1: yeah what is the nature of it yes exactly Exactly. yeah absolutely yeah so i had more it it felt not just to be like a dark comedy but it morbid very morbid Mm, yeah very death focused um yeah so i guess that's all i had on genre um for me it was a path oh
0: that's cool so you gave us some some genre with theme yeah i like that yeah um, cool. Well, that's actually, I think, sets us up really nicely for how we're looking at this. That there is the... It has a very unique tone. Um, and then that character has a strong voice within the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the theme that we're dealing with in the show is seems very prevalent.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's a good setup for how we explore it, I think.
1: I think so. Cool. Yeah, so we open up with Nadia... Um, which you may recognize from Orange is the New Black. That's where I know her from. Did you know her from anything else? Yeah, I
0: know her from At <laughs> <Ad> Astra. Which <gasps> oh, we watched together. I
1: loved that. Yeah, so played by Natasha Lyon or Leon. Leonie. We've covered them all. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's in the bathroom, is where we start with her. Um, and I put it's a very vaginal bathroom. And we've got some interesting decor that the. Um, the door has kind of like a see-through crystal-looking thing. That's it's vaginally shaped, and I really liked the um, handle. It was a gun. It's a pistol so you, grip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. You pull that.
0: the trigger and the door opens.
1: It's more morbidity. <laughs> Very <laughs> morbid. <laughs> yeah.
0: How do you think the? What do you think? How does that play into the vaginal motif?
1: I don't know. Okay. I'm real. So like. I, every time I watch it, I ask myself that question and try to like really think about it. Like, I put a lot of brain power into that.
0: <laughs> like the vagina represents a seat of power or mm-hmm,
1: perhaps the vagina yeah. is a weapon. Yeah. Or maybe it's ejaculation. Who knows? Like female ejaculation. <laughs> Kapow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it ruins Bang. your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or it's just powerful. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Could be anything. I guess it
0: depends if they're pro-gun or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: It doesn't seem like a crowd that would have been.
1: Mm, yeah. It, it. I wouldn't think so, but h- hard to say. You never know.
0: But it seems to be on theme. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the va- vaginality.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it was interesting. <laughs> Something to make note of. Uh, <laughs> the bathroom as a character, maybe? <laughs> no, yeah. That, that's
0: a very central uh, set, actually. That yeah. is a good point. It has this uh, very clear, distinct look. It's got all that black um, tile above the, around the walls. Mm-hmm. It's got that sort of doming part of the yeah. hallway into it. So this is a set that we come to know very well.
1: Yeah, it's got like an archway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would have made a... Set it up so it makes an impression on us.
1: It does, yeah.
0: Oh, and every day she's birthed again.
1: <gasps> I literally just <laughs> thought of it. I know, that. I
0: realized it was coming <laughs> to you. And then I thought, hmm, got her. <laughs> oh,
1: no. That's hilarious. (laughs)
0: I'm glad we worked that out.
1: Oh, that was so good. (laughs) Wow. We're slow, but we're there. We got it. We got it. (laughs) While we're rolling.
0: (laughs) While we're rolling, fuck it. We'll do it live. (laughs) Fuck it.
1: (laughs) Um, So she kind of does her round, um, and we, we discover that it's her birthday as she's Getting out of this bathroom, which by the way, the pounding on the door, I wanted to murder somebody.
0: Oh yeah. It's like the alarm clock going off. And
1: she does not respond to it too. I would have had like a, like a, like a, like a moment with that person, like lock eyes, have a dirty look. It's my fucking birthday. I take as long as I fucking want to.
0: Also the bathroom's occupied.
1: Occupado. Like, give me a minute. Yeah. There was just no exchange. Is that just New York? I don't know. I think so.
0: <laughs> and it was, it was a lot of people in one house, but like um. why bang on the door when you know what the, you know, the answer. Yeah. You know, there, nobody's going to come knocking back.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just going to make me angry at you that you disturbed whatever I was doing.
0: She's doing cocaine. Leave her alone.
1: (laughs) She was specifically just looking in the mirror at herself. (laughs) For clarification, (laughs) anyone who did not watch the episode, the cocaine was not done yet. (laughs) There you go. When was
0: it done? Pray tell. Uh,
1: So after she made her rounds and, you know, everyone's wishing her happy birthday. She's greeting everyone. She makes it back to kind of the kitchen area where Maxine is offering her an israeli joint which apparently has cocaine in it and we suspect maybe something else
0: mm-hmm. the magic that uh, jack of the beanstalks beanstalk beans were made out of
1: you know something magical for sure something something like that <laughs> <laughs> and only instead of up you kind of go in a loop so whatever <laughs> whatever bean does that it's
0: uh, what do they call it in good place the time how time flows.
1: Oh Jeremy bear me Yeah,
0: she gonna <laughs> she kinda flows in one Jeremy Marybee. Jeremy loop <laughs> around again.
1: Oh I love that.
0: So yeah, are we introducing the, the joint here that she smokes? Because my suggestion yes, was, is. we keep coming back to this joint. Mm-hmm. That when she does this part of her round, when she dies and wakes up again, and mm-hmm. she runs into Maxine, and they have a dialogue about whatever. Yeah, uh, it
1: comes back to what's in the joint. Yeah,
0: she keeps saying, what is in this joint? What is in this joint? Mm-hmm. So my take was that the Jeremy Baramee cycle mm-hmm. starts at that joint. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the show, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it seemed that it starts at that joint, and that's the thing that makes the time hopping begin. Uh, and then she keeps coming back to this moment where she's saying, what is in this shit? She says, you haven't had yet, any of it yet. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but she has. <gasps> Mindbender.
1: bender. bender. <laughs> yeah, so it's less of a Jeremy Barmy and more of it a loop. Unless unless you need to make it a Jeremy bear to make the, the weed cocaine thing work. And then, you know, make it a Jeremy bear I guess. Because <laughs> you have to bend time to make it work, but
0: i don't know we're just trying to make a plug for last week's episode i know
1: i really liked it i really i was i did kind of wish that we were coming back this week to episode two of the good place yeah that'd be sweet wrong podcast
0: <laughs> but oak express is sorry that was a little commercial
1: uh, wow I don't on theme though <laughs> right.
0: okay uh, Uh, So, what do we have in our dialogues with Maxine? Because I'm not sure that in meeting her that I was...
1: um, We get kind of the kickoff of a loop. So, it's kind of... I'm going to call it a landmark. Because as we're driving around, we're going to navigate off of this. Sweet birthday baby is her phrase. Okay. So, sometime after the coming out of the bathroom, you get a sweet birthday baby. And then she's obsessing over... She's the hostess. She's the one who threw the party. So, she's kind of obsessing over... Well, is it good enough? Do you love this? Is, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, I actually have a quote from her. She said, uh, the other gal was saying, you know, what's wrong with birthday, sweet birthday baby. And she goes, I don't know, but if nobody eats my chicken, I'll kill myself. Like, she's just very dramatic and she's <laughs> putting on this, like, she doesn't super care what's going on with the drama, but she really cares about her hosting ability and people's experience.
0: Did she put on a good party.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Her ability to host.
0: So, she doesn't impart any wisdom to us.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I didn't
0: feel like we got that either. Um, ne- not yet, necessarily.
1: I think right now they introduce Oatmeal as well. Just kind of float the fact that he's been missing. Mm, the cat. Uh-huh. Oatmeal the cat. And then we also meet the... Um, they, they don't seem to like dating. <laughs> they're, they're sleeping together. So, Lizzie, the other woman who is throwing the party. Uh, so, Maxine's thang but they are hooking up with other people at this party. So (laughs) at least in some iterations of this party, 22 year old girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was weird. (laughs) Um, any impressions on any of these characters?
0: Um, not at this point. Uh, I mean, we meet them. Those seem, that's the friend group, right? We, We have our friend group that seem to be some touch points that, um, help lead us you know there are markers like you were saying that this is the thing that you get repeatedly to Mm -hmm. cue us back to where we at
1: yeah absolutely so
0: it's an it's a you know call whatever we want but anchor point whatever that we yeah find familiarity with as we move along the story because her experiences that she has i feel like are with the guys because that's when she gets separate from the party Mm -hmm. she's um the first time around is with creepy guy
1: yeah who at least the subtitles toad, told me was mike um uh, i don't okay. know if i don't know if we, i just missed his name before but creepy it guy is mike. in all of my notes aside from my rewriting of them when we started going through and making sure like verifying things um it yeah creepy guy is what i've got for him did you write creepy guy as well
0: no i wrote guy she's fucking oh and tried to get the name
1: so yeah mike so you don't think he's creepy
0: no i thought the other guy was creepy that's why i laughed when you said the other really? guy john and i was like oh yeah you uh, thought
1: John was creepy?
0: Yeah, this guy he's not creepy, he's okay. just um he's a he's a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, maybe just unlikable. Yeah. Generally totally. 100%. unlikable. Hundred percent. Um, so this is the guy the first guy that she has conversations with at the party. And as you said, they kinda go off to fuck. So they leave the party to go um to the convenience store, pick up condoms. We see the homeless guy across the street. They go in. Um, She's asking about the cat and there's some kind of a bit of a fuss at the convenience store, which feels weird and is relevant, but we get nothing more on it.
0: (laughs) I was noting everybody's face. I was trying to Snapchat everybody's face here thinking, okay, okay, I know that this is going to be relevant, but I just don't have Mm -hmm. a none of it matters to me yet.
1: Mm -hmm. Because it's Netflix. You have to it's it's meant for the binge. So it is really meant for you're going to just roll into the next Mm -hmm. episode. Um, So I do kind of feel like it'll be interesting to see what you think of it because it is a Netflix original, and it is meant kind of, in a sense, to be binged. Yeah. So just getting the one, it might be... (laughs) Yeah. Not great. (laughs) Who knows? Um, Yeah, so from there... um,
0: They go back to their place. We can't really remember if they specifically had sex.
1: I don't think they told us whether... I mean... It seemed inferred because he was like, ah, oh, you're what and I, which you reminded me of, and I'm like, huh
0: oh, you remember what? how repulsed you were in the moment in that sex scene that they it had? was so Because they had this sex scene, it was like, nah, it's not. Just
1: having Mm-mm. a guy reach in and say you're is is like, I'm sorry, the grossest thing ever. <laughs> that is so icky. And she just
0: sort of looks at him and says something like, ah, yeah, we can fuck, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dirty. it was not, and then they proceeded to make it out, I think. Mm-hmm. But it was just not a, as sex, as sex scenes go... Um, it was not sexual.
1: <laughs> it didn't do it for us. <laughs> we rate that sex scene zero smurf penises. Not even one smurf penis. Anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe one small French penis.
1: Yeah. So um, they're then kind of talking afterwards. And I really enjoyed the line that she had. Um, she said, I thought you were a real suck fuck, but... You're actually, you're pretty deep, actually. And then she immediately calls him an Uber, which to me says, I'm not looking for somebody who's deep. I'm looking for somebody who I can fuck.
0: Because she starts getting heady about her mortality again. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, why didn't you say this stuff before? And, and there's this moment where they I in my opinion, my take on it was that they were about to connect. Like the uh-huh. spark of a connection was happening where she was about ready to say, oh, is that of interest to you? And I want to spill my guts. And actually, I'm realizing that I think you're kind of cool. Yeah. Um. And dark. And uh, maybe, maybe kind of an equal.
1: Ooh. Um, yeah.
0: And uh, never mind. I don't want to get invested. Uber's mm-hmm. here. See you later.
1: Absolutely. I like uh, that.
0: On him. Uh, yeah. She asks if he's got any kids to get mm-hmm. him to stop talking politics. Oh yes. Worldview stuff. Mhm. And he says, "Is that your? Is that your uh, pickup line?" Yeah. She goes, "Yep, yeah, works every time." And he says, "Yeah, I have a son," uh, and. Commentaries made about the mom. He says Mm -hmm. we broke, we split up a year ago. Mm -hmm. When time refreshes uh, in the proceeding plot, Mm -hmm. um, he's on the phone again and says, "I miss you too." So it sounds like maybe they're. I mean, it was late at night. He was he was texting with the mom earlier, so this was the same call that would have been happening with the mom that he cleared because it's the same amount of time that goes by. Mm. So she's still calling at the same time. That's Good how point. I took that. Uh, ah, yeah.
1: you're brilliant. Yep. So he was lying in the first iteration.
0: Well, and I'm not Possibly. convinced that they're not split up. No, oh, that maybe they, he still misses They're her. trying to get back together. Oh, okay. And he's being untoured.
1: Mm, okay. I see. I see.
0: Possibly. But we don't know. Good catch. But that's why we note it, because it's relevant. Something that you're mm-hmm. getting about the character in little pieces, and then we're needing to draw our own conclusions. Start to fill up the.
1: Yeah. Something you might discover ourselves. in a future iteration. Totally. If you were to. Watch that next episode. And I
0: assume we will, which is why it was here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think that's really all I had on him as well. I mean, he's creepy AF, but, you know, what What can be done about that?
0: That's plenty. Then she uh, mm-hmm. uh, goes to work, catches on to oatmeal, and then what happens?
1: Yeah, She well, so she goes to work and then she heads out for a cigarette. And as she sees oatmeal, she's crossing the street to go see him and, like, just doesn't look and is hit by a taxi. And I mean, it's not like, you know, she recovers. It's, it's terrible. She rolls onto the windshield, it cracks, and she hits, and there's, she does not live. Like, it, it comes in on her face, and her eyes are just open. And then we immediately go into the bathroom playing uh, that song.
0: And we're seeing her from her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, song's playing, same bathroom. We sort of flow like little sperms through the <laughs> vaginal chamber. Um, into the cervix, and uh, and there she is at the head of the cervix, and she turns and looks at the camera. Yeah. And now we're knowing something's weirds going on. Yeah. Well, we know right then.
1: We knew. We knew it yeah, was this weird. Is,
0: we're watching Gra- uh, Groundhog's Day.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Put your little hand in mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that the Groundhog Day one?
0: I got you, babe.
1: Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, should that have been the song you sang? You know this babe. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <gentlemen>. um. <laughs> you, you want to really get it out? Come on. Halfway through, sing, sing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. But, Halftime uh, show. But yeah, there's that very familiar. That's how I learned that song.
1: Oh, really? Of course, yeah. It's been so long since I've gr- seen Groundhog Day. I really do want to rewatch a that. It's so, Bill say, so Bill good. Bill is so good. So good. Ah, so good. So um, good. Okay. So we. She. We wake up in the bathroom, or not wake up.
0: Or we, we do, Yeah, I don't know. We what birth happens?
1: from the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> emerge again, the, the knocking is still there, it's still annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut straight to birthday baby, sweet birthday baby, no rounds, and she's being really, uh, Nadia, that is, is being really... Um, She looks paranoid like she's just being really weird like oh you've already said this oh you've already said this and of course nobody feels like they've already said this so they're kind of just looking at her like she's already on way too many drugs.
0: Having a bad night.
1: And this is where you had mentioned she was like she was offered the the Israeli weed Mm -hmm. cocaine joint again and she's like "Ah, I think I might already be on I already took that and she's like nope i'm just offering you this now like (laughs) you haven't even taken any Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um yeah that's it all actually happens pretty quick now that i'm looking back at it yeah right and then we meet ruth this time because she ducks past um mike
1: yeah she had like she had confirmed with him hey you have a kid right yeah do we know each other nope peaced out which was We have confirmation that she is aware of the loop. Yeah, and then yes, immediately Ruth comes in.
0: But she's not totally set on. Hey, you and I just had a conversation. We just had this experience, Mm -hmm. so it's blurry to her. Yeah, even if it's just trying to sort through two realities, she thinks she's going
1: crazy. It seems to be, and it it does kind of make you wonder what what happened with her her mom. Did her mom have mental issues? Mm -hmm. Maybe, Um, you know, that maybe she wouldn't trust her. Yeah, maybe... Exactly, yeah. Something that would make her not trust her mind. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That all the women in our family get this around X age, which mm-hmm. I am today. Yep. And then lose their minds.
1: Absolutely. So, do you have more on Ruth? Tell us about her a bit and that interaction.
0: Um, I, I don't know that I do. She's She says... I don't know enough about her yet. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm actually not clear on their connection. Do we know outright what their to connection me, is? To
1: me, it seems like just a family friend. She had mentioned you're a counselor, but you're not my counselor. Right. Um, so maybe she was her mom's, mom's counselor. counselor. Um, hard to say.
0: Or just an aunt. Just a family like friend, could yeah. could be anybody. Could be. Um, and she's a very larger-than-life sort of character.
1: Yeah, and old enough, certainly, to be her mother. Uh-huh, for oh, sure.
0: Absolutely um yeah. she's just a larger than life very new york city sort of uh, flamboyant character yes this, this ruth
1: <laughs>
0: and uh and she said oh you know what she has my favorite line
1: oh yeah i bet it's mine too i
0: think it is she says uh let's sit crooked and talk straight
1: ah yes i loved that
0: <laughs> and we cut to them getting stoned and and just really having the conversation yeah it, and she says so she's cool so mm-hmm. right there because i didn't know it's like is this her mom and she's uh-huh. overbearing So i'm late to the party honey yeah. and i'm about to upstage you and make a big scene and when she says let's sit crooked and talk straight uh, it demonstrates very strong level of trust these two yeah. seem to have uh she's somebody who's been around a long time ruth with the family because mm-hmm. she said makes the comment this birthday party was always going to be a tough one for yeah. you yeah how are you feeling Absolutely. Ruth, uh, not Ruth. Um, what's her name? Nadia. Nadia. Nadia's blowing it off as, mm-hmm. as she would be one to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what else? What are? What, was there any big talking points in this? I mean, was there a big thing that she gave a piece of wisdom or information that all these characters gave away? Because I felt like that moment she was starting to have with um, Mike mm-hmm. was, and here's what I noticed a pattern of. Okay. Every time she has an interaction, one of these one-to-one moments with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, they demonstrate that they care for her, and as soon as somebody demonstrates care for her, she pushes him away. Yes. So, what was that with Ruth? Did we get that?
1: I think so because she had her panic attack shortly after that. Um, basically, as soon as it went dark, it was like she had the. So, um, Maxine grabs out like her light show or something, um, and it goes dark, and it's kind of like the darkness gives her the mask to be able to. Have Mm -hmm. that panic attack And she runs to the bathroom Um, But yeah It it must have been Her conversation with Ruth So maybe it Was too personal Too close Um, Maybe a little bit more
0: subtle But she Mm -hmm. didn't go There was a certain depth She wouldn't go to Mm -hmm. And then she got the hell out of there Exactly And was about to throw up
1: Exactly And she You know With Ruth She was blowing it off Like ah it's nothing You know Whatever
0: Then other than Unlike uh, The last time around When she was with Mike We get Ruth And we get John Right.
1: Uh no, we just get John. Uh, sorry. Um... I'm sorry.
0: We got Ruth, and then on the same.
1: Yes, in the same loop, we get John. Give us more on John. What do you think? Uh,
0: they're romantically connected. They have a romantic history. Uh huh. Um, she's not down currently, and he starts to do this thing where he starts guilting her with his kid. Yeah. Uh, and then she says, "Don't use your son to guilt me," saying, "Oh yeah, he's with his mom or whatever," and mm-hmm. oh, I feel so lonesome, I could die. They're just saying nobody who cares about me mm-hmm. and uh, gets all sad about it. And then she makes a comment and I yeah. kind of miss what that is. Yeah, or he, he throws Lucy? it back at her.
1: Yeah. He goes, she says something like, oh, how's Lucy doing? And oh no. And then, you know, gives that sad, you know, sob story that you just mm-hmm. recited. And then she goes, oh, don't use your kid to guilt me. And then he says something back like, don't use my kid to get out of feeling guilty.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Now that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's got a guard up again, as yeah, usual. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, exactly what that was. He's feeling it for her. Uh, he, like, he genuinely seems to have whatever his feelings are, whatever depth they go to. He's got some love for her, for, for real, that seems to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He seems to have some genuine concern. Like yeah. when, when he heard that oatmeal was missing, he did say, well, he normally goes to the deli and the convenience store. Like, did you check there? So like he's been around. He knows. He, he cares yeah. and does offer to go look for oatmeal um i did find it interesting i really like in um kind of unreal like this is Mm -hmm. where there's kind of some weird magic happening Mm -hmm. i love it when somebody like that person tells somebody that something's happening it bugs me so much when they sit on it and that's the drama that they're not telling people
0: yeah it is so much
1: more interesting to me that she's trying to tell people and it's like well, maybe you're on drugs, maybe you're do this, maybe you're you know, and are right. Maybe you're just on drugs. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. I didn't yeah. I
0: didn't pull that together that um, that she makes that effort and mm-hmm. then you the the response that she gets is so natural, which mm-hmm. is um, maybe you're having a rough night. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know it's your party, but maybe you need to go home.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So when she's with John, mm-hmm. they go out and, and uh, she's looking for oatmeal. And he says, oh, I thought that was just a line to get me to yeah. go home and sleep with you. <laughs> and she says something like, like, I need a line. Mm-hmm. And he says, you never know with you. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's all subtext. It's all secrets. It's mm-hmm. all uh, I never I never get it straight from you.
1: Yeah. So definitely a pattern of she does not connect with people. Right. will not get that close.
0: They're crossing the street at some point and, uh, she almost gets hit by that car, by the, mm-hmm, the by taxi. the taxi. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls her back, saves her life, presumably. Uh, and she says, fuck off, basically. Um, yeah.
1: Well, cause he tries to get, he's like, wow, you need rest. You yeah. literally, you just stepped in front of that. You need rest. Just go home. And she's like, but I just saw oatmeal. Let's go grab him. He's like, no, you got to go home. And I have to say, I was with her with fuck you, John. I mean, yes, he saved her life, but man, the cat's right there.
0: John was annoying. What? So when you say creepy guy, I thought you were talking uh-huh. about John. Because mm-hmm. John had these moments where, and I, I felt like it was uh, where he was subtly mansplaining something yes. to her. And then she'd quickly swat it down, and he would just look like such a beleaguered, weak, pathetic person. <laughs> and it happened repeatedly.
1: Oh. And he oh, was just it. so
0: desperate and clingy to me, I, I couldn't stand him.
1: That's that's a good point.
0: Because it's like it's not it's not like me to talk about mansplaining, but mm-hmm. it's like if that's the shit we were talking about, that was really hella annoying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and
0: the way he wants to the way he wants to glob onto her as a as a weak thing at the moment to build himself up. Mm-hmm. Um, so to the, to the end that she's saying, get the fuck off of me and leave me alone or whatever it is that she says as she crosses the street. Is this where we meet homie G again?
1: Yeah, because she's like, do I know you?
0: I love this part.
1: Yeah, go for it. So,
0: so she sees, she's still figuring out that, hey, I'm living this again, a second day. And she's looking at the homeless guy saying, do I know you? And cars are passing by on the road between them. And she's and she's gesturing with her arms like like come here kind of gesture saying do I know you like out with it give me the information yeah and uh, and he looks at her and it says fuck you
1: <laughs> yeah making the same come hither motion but yeah <laughs> fuck you
0: <laughs> doing the same thing and uh, John says well you two seem to have a lot in common
1: yeah <laughs> ain't that the truth <laughs> real prickly
0: it's <laughs> hilarious. So John wasn't all bad. He
1: <laughs> yeah, he was interesting. Um, so she does end up seeing oatmeal and grabs him and walks off, and then we get her next death scene. Tell us about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she goes to sit by the water by the ocean mm-hmm. and uh, she's just on like a railing and uh, and she realizes, okay, dawn's breaking. we've made it to the next day.
1: yeah. <sighs> Yeah, we've made it oatmeal.
0: Yeah, I have oatmeal in my hands, and uh, we made it into the sunrise of a new day. It's not resetting again. Yeah. And then she looks down. Oatmeal is no longer in her arms, which didn't really make sense for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then she falls into the water uh, and wakes up spitting up water in the bathroom. Same way we keep being introduced to her.
1: Yeah, but this time, this is the first. Well, I mean, this is only the second time she's died. Don't right. get me wrong. But, Third time we're seeing it. Right. <laughs>
0: it's the it's the fingers. Yeah. Live oh. dead.
1: <laughs> Live dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the first time she came back, there was no sign of her having been on the other side. This time, she is spitting up water. It is nasty. Her lips look a little blue. Um.
0: Yeah, and very not. It really surprised me because it. And I noted on my card mm-hmm. about um, uh, Groundhog's Day that the elements are following her in, and that's a new convention mm-hmm. to a familiar trope that the elements are coming with her. Yeah, thought that was interesting mm-hmm. that the previous versions having an impact on what's going on now.
1: Absolutely. That was novel. Yeah, um, and it's it's definitely a big you know it's a theme, so. Something that we caught and to keep looking out for if you watch it.
0: Went back, actually, just for whatever it's worth, went back to the first death to see if there was some kind of connection to what killed her, and there wasn't Mm -hmm. on that one. Correct. Which I thought was notable.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really apt. I don't think I noticed that the first watch through, but that absolutely is...
0: I'm glad we went back and reviewed. Actually, me
1: too. I felt really bad that I was dragging us. Oh through some no, extra steps. I felt
0: differently. I felt like it looked like I wasn't paying attention, but I was looking for the nuances in it. Yeah, realizing no. Realizing that I, you know, you watch something kind of on autopilot, mm-hmm. and then get to the next part and think, wait a second, she died another time, right? It's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't have a connection to this character yet, or that, you know, the story's still coming together. I know she's gonna come back every mm-hmm. day. Um, so what happens, what happens is going to give me some new information (laughs) and you're thinking, wait a second, she already croaked once. Right. And what was that about? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I still don't have any information.
1: Exactly. It is quite a mystery. It really is. Uh,
0: but can we talk about her second death when her cat vanishes? Mm -hmm. Makes me feel like, okay, we're in the new day. Yeah. Which is why that like everything resets and now she's waking up where, Where she left off and doesn't necessarily need to die. So I don't understand why the cat vanished. And I'm guessing that she starts cursing the universe after this, stealing her cat.
1: Okay, so maybe I'm wrong, but could it be that it's because she did start a new, not a new day, but restarted the day? So making it through the day isn't enough that she has to, that something else has to change to break the loop? So it's not really a new day. It's, hey, we've hit dawn or midnight or whatever you know we've hit dawn and now it's the old day
0: no that's what i thought too but she it carried into the so the night ends dawn's Mm -hmm. breaking Mm -hmm. she's hanging on to the cat
2: Mm
0: -hmm. cat disappears Mm -hmm. to me this is like the day just reset yeah or the part of the day that's resetting And she just showed up in this new day, Mm -hmm. which is the same as the first day that we keep reliving. The day just restarted. She didn't have her cat at the beginning of Mm -hmm. this day. So she's wherever she is, but the cat's wherever the cat was at that point. That's what I think. Yeah, Yeah, and time is linear for the other people experiencing it. Yes. But then why does she need to die then if time just reset? I don't know. That part bothered me a little bit.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe she could not move on from this day, regardless whether it be death or yeah. the day. So it doesn't matter if she dies. But we do keep coming back to death. I don't know. Now I want to re-binge it and find out because <laughs> I didn't have this question my first watch through. So I don't think I really looked into the cat, and I don't know if I got would have gotten an answer on that.
0: I wonder if that was a weak story point, or if it's a part of the.
1: I have to imagine it's intentional.
0: Me too. Okay, that's interesting. Good. I'm glad we talked about it. We Me don't too. have an answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, this is one of those pilots where it doesn't give you answers, it gives you questions. Yeah. So if you like that in a pilot, this might be for you. If you don't like that enough pilot and would like it all up front, eh, this is going to be one you would have to say, keep, keep watching, give it a few.
0: <laughs> right. Um, what happens the third time around? I don't think we have any new characters to introduce ourselves to, do we?
1: Um, I don't think so. No, it's just kind of, it, I think the second death is really just to show that it is in fact a loop, not a one-off, um, because she comes out Good and point. she interrogates Maxine about the cocaine. Um, you know, she's like, Hey, is that all that's in this? Are you sure?
0: Cursing the universe.
1: Cursing the universe. Do you have more on that? No, I just <laughs> okay. want to, I mean, she had yeah. a mon-
0: she monologued the cursing of the universe. Like, oh. Universe. I'm not going to fucking do it. Universe. You son of a bitch. Do you remember this?
1: No, I don't. Oh, okay. Continue. She That's comes great. out and she
0: actively curses the universe saying, you want to steal my cat every time? And this is where everybody's <laughs> looking at her like she's just having a meltdown at the party. Universe, you want me to do whatever the thing. is? she says, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, so she has this argument with the universe. Maxine, this is when she says you're a cockroach. Yes. Yeah. After the, the cocaine, the Israeli joint uh and she says you're a cockroach what do you mean like why would you call me a cockroach mm-hmm. and she says because nothing kills you like, <laughs> like, it's like you've done all the drugs like you're like you're scummy yeah and you're fine yeah it's like, you're a survivor you'll be okay you'll
1: be okay yeah. and she's like i literally can't stop dying <laughs> which seemed like an over dramatic line unless you were in her point of view and knew that she'd actually like she is dying constantly That's her line. She's like, I'm dying constantly. And it just seems (laughs) like so melodramatic. (laughs) But it is a brutal death each time, too. So it's like, no, really. That'd be frustrating.
0: (laughs) You would not believe what happened to me today. Here she comes with her drama again. No, no, no. You won't believe it. (laughs) No, really. (laughs) No, let me show you. (laughs) You believe it?
1: I might still have some water. Hang on. (laughs) Uh,
0: So... I don't know that we gave a specific scoring to genre.
1: I gave it a pass. I don't know if you did.
0: I absolutely do. It's real clear, real easy mm-hmm. that uh, that we're doing Groundhog Day. They, they uh, use a lot of the techniques that help mm-hmm. communicate that too. Yes. So just wanted to make sure that we had that on record. Yes. Uh, and characters. Do you feel that the characters that we get are sufficiently interesting and well-established? Yes, well established?
1: I do. I very much do.
0: Okay. Anything we don't else? get
1: much. We <laughs> get, we don't get a whole lot on them, but I mean, if Max, like Maxine is just an example, each iteration of her, she ends up being like, you just get a little, a slightly different piece of her. And it's just fun to kind of pick up on these small things. Like they have some repetitive things like dialogue that happens in multiple iterations. Um, but yeah, they kind of start fixating on things. Ketchup
0: and mustard. Yeah. What about that? She has two fishes.
1: Two fishes, ketchup and, and mustard. she
0: says, I thought you had three fish. She said, no, just ketchup and mustard.
1: Were there three fish in the first time? I don't time? know. I think there might have been. I, th- I
0: mean, I think that was clearly a nugget that mm-hmm. there were three fish. Now there's two.
1: I think so. Yeah. That seems on point with what I know about the so show. So the
0: universe is shifting, not just in this one way. Mm-hmm. Not just that it's restarting and nothing else has changed. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, some there's, evidence being offered that other things are changing.
1: Yeah, that maybe one and loop affects the other or that things outside, you know, even external to it could affect it. Who knows?
0: Seems to revolve around Maxine both times, though. Oh. Who lives there, right? That's her house. Okay. Is it Maxine's house?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, at least she designed the door. The bathroom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, then it was Maxine's house because it mm-hmm. wasn't um, Lisa. Lisa? Was that her name? Lizzie. Lizzie. It was not Lizzie's house. Because Lizzie's the one who says, get over the vaginal motif thing.
1: Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, she's like, is it vaginal enough? Move on. Right. <laughs> you got to get over it.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, there's certain things that seem to be revolving around Maxine. Disappearing mm-hmm. fish in that joint.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Oh. And then you have Mrs. Ketchup and Colonel Mustard.
1: What were your thoughts on character?
0: <laughs> um, that uh, everything's interesting enough. I mean, Maxine, I like doesn't have any meat yet. To mm-hmm. me, don't care. Lizzie doesn't have any meat yet. To me, don't care. Yeah, they're sort of shells of a of a New York City mm-hmm. sort of person persona. Yeah. Um. So we kind of just get a uh, what do we call that? A uh,
1: caricature.
0: Archa- caricature or an archetype. Yeah. Yeah. So you just sort of get these fillers, space holders for where mm-hmm. where a character is going to be from them. And then there's interesting kind of journeys beginning to happen with Ruth, John, and Mike. Yeah. Uh, that seems to tell us something about her and bring something else out of her. Yes. So it all revolves around her. Obviously, this is very much her story, her perspective, and she's the one who's having the experience. Um, but for the characters that she interacts with and what they bring out of her, um, I think yeah, it's a pretty deep character study that we're setting up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd have to say. They've done enough to say here's the shallow characters that are going to get their moment coming up. Mm -hmm. I take it. Yeah. Uh, And here's the people that you're going to get in this episode and how they're sort of um, inform her journey. So that's pretty interesting stuff.
1: Yeah. I think so too.
0: It's pretty mature writing.
1: Yeah. All right. What did you feel about plot?
0: I don't know. This is probably going to be the weakest point for me is what's going to happen next. Um, Oh, we end on a certain, uh, somebody saying to her, as she's walking away. Who is this?
1: Um, So she is on her way to leave and nearly hits Mike. Is this before or after she nearly bumps into Mike and nearly falls down the stairs?
0: Right after that. Oh yeah, it's right after the stairs. Okay. And he says, be careful. And she says, fuck you. And uh, walks off and says... Be under careful. her breath be careful
1: yeah absolutely and
0: here we go again somebody tries to be nice to her and actually he kind of holds her like wait a second let me help you out here and then it's yeah. push off no no no, i'm having a moment be careful she's shitty toward him about it but really rests on that moment
1: did it seem like he wasn't being rude to her like he wasn't being irritated with her when he first said hey you almost took us both Like, it seemed a moment of genuine connection and concern, but then when she turned around with fuck you, he gave her a fuck you back? Or did you take him to be also irritated with her interaction? No, no, no.
0: I I felt like it was clear, in fact. Mm -hmm. Not to say that it was, but but I felt certain that uh, he, especially after this pattern that we've had with her, that's the moment it became clear to me that uh, she rejects everybody's best intentions. So here's some stranger, helps her out. Why don't we take a moment and have a moment of unity with that person and, you know... Hey, my name's Nadia. Uh, what's yours, creepy guy? And be really helpful for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And to take a moment, it would have been a normal thing to do. And since mm-hmm. she blows it off and, and rejects kindness again.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. So she just from there walks off the scene. It felt very um, Breakfast Club, <laughs> the yeah, 80s totally, song. Totally. And her uh, trench coat, I think. Yeah. Or Peacoat. I don't know what that is. Let's be honest.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm dwelling on something. Yeah. Which is his conduct with her was actually always good. I mean, they were like super had no chemistry together as like sexual partners where I'm concerned.
1: (laughs) I think instead of creepy, I should put unattractive. Sorry. It's a common mistake. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: think it was. He just had this. He had this loner persona. Um,
1: mm, it's the, it was the reaching up her, her, yeah. whatever and touching her. I didn't like that. I was going to
0: say, and this glare, it mm-hmm. was this face that he made that was like, oh, no. and it's like, yeah, you two would work together. She's a cockroach. You're offensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: He it, was just had an offensive way about himself.
1: So it, it would make sense that she would be drawn to him in some way. Totally. Yeah.
0: But he's done, he's not done anything to be a bad guy. Yeah, we start out with him making a political rant, which you know
2: nobody really enjoys. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So so it kind of sets a tone for you're already sort of pushed back by him, but he really doesn't do anything wrong at any point. That's a
1: good point. Maybe it is just because we come in with Nadia's point of view that it's like, ugh, dude, we don't want to hear what you're talking about. We're really (laughs) just not interested. We do not care. We.
0: Uh, Okay, so the (laughs) plot is yeah. um what all i'm seeing is she's gonna keep dying mm-hmm. but keep learning something else i think about herself yeah um that's gonna lead her you know like peeling a, a layer of an onion and we just kind of get a little bit deeper and mm-hmm. a little bit closer to whatever this baggage is that seems to be eating her up um that's i'm hoping for more than that though because that's all i'm seeing at this point
1: um okay that's fair Yeah. um, You know, based on just this episode, um, as I have seen it, um, I was putting, you know, maybe it's the cocaine. Maybe it's that it's built on, you know, that this apartment was built on a home for Jews. Maybe she's going crazy. Like, there is a mystery to solve here. Um, You know, and just finding oatmeal isn't the answer. Like, we can check that box. It's not that oatmeal's missing. Finding oatmeal does not break the loop so Uh, i guess the question of what break what breaks the loop is the plot to me i guess um and of course that is a a journey of self-discovery you know she's obviously quite morbid um you know mm -hmm. her mom her her mom having died so young and her now surpassing her mother in age um you know i know it's got to be a really weird thing when that happens i can't imagine that happening for me i I will, of course, deal with that one day, as a lot of people probably will. But um, you know, it—it it, I can imagine that being really weird.
0: Would you say she's darkly comedic about it?
1: Yes, she is the way that I was. That that I kind of like when I was in the hospital. That's kind of how my sense of humor was. That's yeah. like, who cares? Like, I mean, this is what it is. You kind of have to laugh about it because what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
0: uh good point um so the yeah i don't know obviously the the um pieces of the puzzle Mm -hmm. are there yeah uh but what's the plot yeah i don't i don't know how we start pulling these pieces together um i i think there's a self-discovery aspect of the story Mm -hmm. but that's 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 all i i feel reasonably confident about but Mm -hmm. my reasonable confidence is not very high okay so
1: do you give that a pass or a fail
0: that's a good question. Um, I would actually fail that category. Okay. That it doesn't set me up very well for for what's where we're heading with it. Okay. Um, like I know there's going to be more of this, but then again, I don't want to deal with 13 episodes of the same thing. Yeah. Um. So as f- all I can see right now is that there's you know potentially going to be 13 episodes of the same thing.
2: Yeah, that's right. And that's
0: a, a little bit of a a turn off for me to want to proceed with it okay um based on my lack of confidence in where we're going that's fair but you thought it was clear because what you're interested in is clearly coming yeah
1: I like to know what what answer what question we're trying to answer that to me is kind of the job of the pilot I don't like putting more responsibility on it as far as like I mean I guess I will say I do, when I watch a pilot, like to know where we're going. Like when I watch Star Trek and just with us, no, let's not pretend like I'm like off watching Star Trek. So mm-hmm. <laughs> when we sit down and watch Star Trek and I watch the first episode and I'm really excited about it, I am always disappointed to hear the things that I didn't, you know, that I loved aren't in the next one or, you know, the get- they're not going to stay on earth. They're going to go elsewhere. So like, it's a like kind of getting you to the place. I don't know. It's there are different styles of pilots. We could probably even you know have pilot tropes. <laughs>
0: yeah, and this is a streaming show in a streaming mm-hmm. area. And really, if we're being intellectually honest about it, isn't a pilot? Isn't no? Yeah, it's they do not really exist anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because this is like we said, Netflix original made for the binge.
0: What if we change your name to season premiere,
1: <laughs> and then we could
0: say it's the season premiere of season premiere <laughs> on Spotify. More
1: brand confusion.
0: I don't know. Um.
1: <laughs> okay, but you make the next logo. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. <laughs> no pilots um, in this one. <laughs> no, I just
0: didn't know how, how extensive your break was going to be of, yeah, of retooling no. the brand. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't hate that idea. So, <laughs> anyway, um, the um, it's a long form story. Mm-hmm. And that's what ne- one of the things Netflix does very well. Can we go ahead and get into the hook?
1: Yeah, please.
0: So the hook for me uh, is if there's a hook,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: based on my feeling about the plot, this actually answers everything for me. Okay. Yes, I'm confident in failing the plot. Yes. Because it makes me wonder if I'm hooked. Okay. Because I'm sitting here thinking there are elements that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we're going with it, and I want to know that I'm going to be rewarded for this because I don't instantly mm. like it. Like, I don't like i'm ready to like it i'm ready to fall in love with it um i'm also ready to reject it so i don't know at this point yeah so i like i would rather be hooked and say i got a new thing that i love but i don't know if i want to make the commitments Mm -hmm. but what's what's taking my interest is there's different pieces of the story uh that will be released piece by piece uh, and each piece is just one part of this whole yeah so i i kind of want to know what all these little pieces are all these little nuggets that they're that they're shelling out for us to see how all these things are going to come together and form the whole picture for me. Yeah. Which is to say, I'm interested in the mystery and what the resolution to that's going to be. But there's all these other little nuanced nuggets inside of it. Like, I don't know how we get there. So I am interested to see basically if the show has a reward at the end of it, I want to know what that's going to be. Yeah. But if there's no reward by the end of it, I'm going to be ticked off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Touche. So
0: am I hooked? Um I, I might still not know yet. Um so I want to hear what you're
1: Yeah, I mean for me I was definitely hooked. Um I sat through this might have been one of those um especially being a twenty two minute episode, it makes me suspicious this this is one I sat down and finished in one or two nights. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for our summer shorty sprint.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I was really compelled by it, but when I try to break down what it is, I—I mean, I do really love Natasha Lyon or Leone or Leone Lyon. Um, (laughs) Got them all. Um, I do like her, and I enjoyed her in *Orange Is the New Black*, so she might have been enough to come back for *All Alone*. But honestly, the conventions of the show were interesting as hell. Like, don't get me wrong—I've seen *Groundhog's Day* a couple of times, and you know, of course, it threw that. You're already interested in that type of a structure, but it's a different take on it. Like you said, like, it's not the same. Something changes. And what causes that change? Like, it's a bigger mystery. It's a puzzle to unpack. It's a psychological thriller? No. It's it's definitely a puzzle, it's a, though. It's
0: a mind bender.
1: It's a mind bender. Yeah. That's the one.
0: And, you know, actually, I'm reliving some of Groundhog Day in my head.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Knowing how much I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And it's never laborious to watch it. Like it's right? never laborious to watch the same parts repeat. Mm-hmm. I've seen the concept played out other places where it's like, Oh God, now we got to see this part again. Yeah. The reestablishing part. And I can't think of what a recent example is. I'm wondering even if we reviewed it.
1: I know that I've seen um, episodes of something recently where it's, it's not the groundhog day thing per se, but you're going from somebody else's point of view. And so it's like, Hey, point of view change and i know i've seen it with how i met your mother if nothing else very recently
0: actually i think that there was a point in oh yeah i know what it was it was Mm. uh the good place there was a specific episode where it's at a party and um what's her name the giraffe
1: (laughs) jamil Uh, oh no that's the actress that's um oh gosh tahani
0: yeah tahani um where the party's going badly. I think this is where Tahani gets drunk instead. Mm-hmm. And the party oh. keeps going badly. So we're seeing yes. the same party we were seeing the season before with a bunch of the same things mm-hmm. happening. Uh, and then we keep repeating these moments where the characters have an interaction at this party. This is how Tahani interacts with this person before we took this person's perspective. Yeah. This so two- it was a point of view yeah. change. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're right. You had it. You nailed it. So now and then when there's shows where there's like a point of view change mm-hmm. and they and they repeat the same part several times, mm-hmm. uh, The Good Place, I think it was... Do you think it was? I was correct in the episode? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah Season two, That's episode it. one, where they keep repeating these moments the characters talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And it feels so incredibly tedious to see these things happen over and over and over again to the point that I almost didn't continue with the show at that point, but thought, I don't know, there's got to be something else that happens here.
1: Yeah. Well, um, good for you for... <laughs> Pushing through it, man.
0: So there's, um, well, then it heats up immediately. So there's these little moments where, where never mind. I'm starting start talking about the good place. So, <laughs> anyway. Last week's episode. So, uh, yeah, I don't need to because I already did last week. Uh, pilotspodcast.com. So this one here, I'm just concerned. I'm at a point of concern. Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to break the pace or is it going to be this bathroom every single time? Because at some point, I think I might lose interest in it. And then I'm reliving Groundhog Day, remembering, man, that was a fun show, that it was always fun to start the day over.
1: Okay, so, you don't want to binge the series. Are you interested enough to watch one more episode? Do you think this is something where you might go home and, eh, fine, we'll see what happens next?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm almost there. That's Almost the that's okay. a problem I'm having. Like, am I hooked? Am I hooked? Am I hooked? Because there's this part of me that thinks, I think I'm going to be rewarded if I stay mm-hmm. through this. But otherwise, I don't want to. Right. But, you know, if I were but to say, Netflix. if I were to say, that's the other point, <laughs> that it's Netflix. So I'm thinking you guys have some like something tells me that this episode alone was the writing was smart. Mm-hmm. I'm catching the brain bender aspects to it. I'm thinking you're laying a lot of clues that mm-hmm. I that I know you're laying, but I don't know enough to be picking them up yet. And then I want to test myself to see, oh yeah, 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 I caught the thing with the fish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught the thing with this. So I'm just feeling like I'm going to be rewarded for it.
1: Yeah, it'll be one you have to pay attention to though. It has to have your full attention, I would imagine, for it to pay off. Yeah,
0: yeah. so am I, is it sufficiently good that I'm hooked despite the plot being like, unclear to me? Yeah. And I would say, while I don't think I'm going to give it my full attention for long enough because I think it's going to require more attention than I want to, more feelings than I mm-hmm. want to feel at this moment, I would say, yes, the hook is successful. Okay. Um, I'm not ready to pursue it myself yet, but that's just because I'm afraid I'm going to get more invested than I want to.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't want to
0: get too serious right now.
1: Interesting. What well, Can I ask about
0: that? Recently single. Don't want to get overcommitted
1: <laughs> to a TV show. <laughs> I don't uh, know because you'll have to start it over. Or, yeah.
0: And then you start it over again.
1: <laughs> well, just don't introduce anyone to it. You know what I mean? Because then you could be watching Breaking Bad like five, six uh, times, just the pilot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, that was interesting. I'm. Yeah. I, so there's season two. Let's maybe, uh, if you could indulge me this. Mm-hmm. Um. What can you? Is there any way you can tell me what to expect for season two?
1: It's got to be different characters in the same universe.
0: Gotcha. It's
1: the only thing I can come up with. Same concept. Mm-hmm. And the
0: Russian doll. I have no idea what Russian doll is, so I'm assuming that that's the that's the thing making oh, it happen.
1: So a Russian doll. You don't know the concept of a Russian no, doll? Not it's at the all. doll inside a doll inside a doll. Okay. You're not familiar with Russian dolls.
0: I am familiar with the a smaller thing, not necessarily a doll.
1: Yeah, it's like a, you know, it's, yeah, they, they it's dolls embedded in other dolls. It's like a traditional.
0: I get it. I think maybe I have a have a concept for it. I'm not So I think the idea familiar. is that,
1: that it's the loop, that it's, you're kind oh, of. Oh,
0: looking into a mirror, looking into a yeah, mirror, looking into a, a mirror,
1: Yeah, if you saw the graphic of it, it's like her, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Russian doll.
0: <laughs> so it's not a um, key plot point that I need to figure out. It's a concept.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Right. It's a dramatic name.
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, and, you know, the actress is Russian. Nadia. Nadia is Russian as well, so. Yeah.
0: I may be a Russian storyteller making this show.
1: Perhaps. We didn't do that kind of research.
0: I don't know why I brought it up.
1: <laughs> Just to make sure people know we don't do research.
0: You're welcome I brought it up.
1: Yeah, thanks. Key point, we almost forgot. Um, okay notes and quotes anything yeah. on that blue card there
0: is channel catfish remember uh, an announcement of food up to five years after the last time they heard the food announcement
1: i wasn't impressed by that until you explained to me what the significant like explained yeah. it back and like I was somebody like, Whoa. studied that shit yeah no that's really impressive Can- and kind of cool it makes you think that um you know Animals are more intelligent than we give them credit for. What do we
0: know, right? Like, let me just take my perspective on it. Dance, monkey.
1: Our egos, man. Our egos. Fucking people, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
0: sit crooked and talk straight. I love that. I'm gonna use that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Is, what is this one? Oh, is that not a fucking simile?
1: <laughs> what?
0: He says to John... Uh, he says, oh, like don't get metaphorical. She said, did I just say that this was like something else? Mm-hmm. I said, this was like this. Is that not a fucking simile? <laughs> it's like so dismissive. So she's smart, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she shows she's sharp. Mm-hmm. She shows that he's... This is where he's doing his, his little mansplaining thing that I yeah. feel like he's patronizing her. You're mm-hmm. <laughs> metaphorical. It's like, yeah. I know exactly what I'm saying. I just use a simile, you dumbass.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so real we'll call, calls on bullshit real quick there. Yeah. Uh, I have... <laughs> fuck off you guys seem to have a lot in common man yeah. i love that part uh you're a cockroach um and then i just noted that when she first is coming back into the womb
1: <laughs> i really appreciate that we we figured this out <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: she no kidding she slowly turns and looks to the camera we get her from the back side Thought that was an interesting choice for some reason.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just a choice. It was an artistic choice that mm-hmm. grabbed my attention. Yeah, so absolutely. So I appreciated it. Yeah, I like it. Actually, there's a lot. There's a lot I like about it. I have a feeling I'm going to be thinking about it later yeah. tonight. Yeah. And I want to say this about your. Um, it doesn't surprise me that you like it. That you instantly liked it. Once I realized too that you already had a connection to the actress, it makes a lot more sense because mm-hmm. it's probably a lot easier to like when you're rooting for the person who's in it oh yeah for sure um and i feel like it's in keeping with a lot of things that you like crazy ex-girlfriend comes to mind mm, for one yeah. thing like you always say stuff with a strong female lead mm-hmm. uh like a singular voice yeah from which it's told um that uh that clicks for me with your tastes
1: okay okay you see it
0: yeah uh notes and notes and quotes?
1: Yeah, that's all I've got.
0: Cool. Well, this is one that I feel like we're going to be, I mean, millions of people listen to mm-hmm. Pilots the Podcast yeah um, per week. Uh, and I think we hopefully introduce a lot of people to a a, a weird show that mm-hmm. I have a feeling has kind of got a cult following. Oh, absolutely. Like it has a following, but it's going to be culty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And a, another thank you to Steve-O for the recommendation.
0: Thank you, Steve-O.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right. What do we have coming up next week?
1: Next week, we have Grace and Frankie.
0: Love Grace and Frankie. Me
1: too. Obsessed.
0: Uh, episode 48. Yeah. Want to give them the last two?
1: Yeah. Sing it out.
0: 49 is Weeds 50's Mindy Project.
1: <laughs> weeds and Mindy Project.
0: <laughs> I thought that was weird. I don't know why he had me do that.
1: Oh, I just... I didn't mean like actually literally, but I'll take it. I guess... You're just so willing to sing. It's just, <laughs> you make it too easy. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Thanks for the setup.
1: <laughs> yeah, anytime.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, those are coming up. And then we're going to take a little break uh, for a period of time and come back to you with some all new material. Uh, in the meantime, we'd really appreciate it if you checked out pilotspodcast.com. That's pilotsthepodcast.com. Uh, listen to our podcast anywhere podcasts are listenable. Um, we particularly appreciate Spotify's platform. Uh, and go like us all around the internet. Uh, Instagram, at Pilots Podcast. LinkedIn, at Pilots <laughs> LinkedIn, Sorry. <laughs> 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 Twitter, at Pilots Pod. And uh, Facebook, at Pilots Podcast. Also, send me here an email to PilotsPodcast at gmail.com. That's PilotsPodcast at gmail.com. I'm Riker.
1: And I'm Shree. And this? Is Pilots.